0: Hello and welcome to Cortez NYC live stream, the podcast.
1: This show broadcasts out of New York City.
0: We are your hosts, Cortez NYC
1: and Carla de Puerto Rico.
0: And on this show, we talk about art, creativity, city life from a Latino perspective. I'm a visual artist.
1: And I'm a singer.
0: And this is episode 86.
1: As always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and Spotify, and on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
0: And everybody, don't forget my online store, CortezNYC.bigcartel.com. On there, you can find all my art merchandise. You can find posters, graffiti pins, graffiti stickers, even original art so if you're into what i'm doing and you like to support artists uh go on there CortezNYC.bigcartel.com. and a special shout out to all the people who enjoyed the inktober this month um i'm glad i got to do it and i'm glad you guys enjoyed it all right let's get going Inktober, Carla.
1: Inktober, what an eventful October, (laughs) especially for you.
0: Yeah, Uh, Inktober, I'm over Inktober. How about that? I'm (laughs) over it. I'm over Inktober. Man, um, doing a drawing every day is a mission, even for professionals. Uh, Yeah. That's why I'm even impressed when I see that there's uh, amateur artists out there doing it because mm-hmm. it's a challenge. It's yeah. a real challenge um, So I mean for you guys who don't know what inktober is Inktober is a play on the word October and a play on the word inking um, I don't know where it started. I actually should have looked up where it, where it started from but um uh, Inktober is every year. I've, I've been doing it since about maybe 2014 2015 um, and it's basically every every year on the month of October, mm-hmm. it's an excuse for people to uh, draw every day yeah. for the month of October. And what they do is they, I don't know if it always started this way, but now there is official posts that give you a prompt for every day of the month. They give you a word and you use that word to towards your inking or whatever you're drawing. Now, I mean, I don't know if it always was like that, because the way I was introduced to Inktober was just like, it's a challenge. Uh, you're going to draw every day. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost like that's the only cha- The only aspect of the, the challenge, challenge is you're draw every day for mm-hmm. the month of October. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's officially like the thing with the prompts and working with the themes, mm-hmm. which is actually really cool. Yeah. But then there was one year that I realized, that, like I think it was not this year, but maybe like two years ago, where I realized like those prompts are a little... They don't really last because they give you sometimes some words that you would never draw, yeah. ideas that you would never make, mm-hmm. and you start doing random things, and then you end up just drawing random shit that doesn't even mean anything to you. Yeah. So it kind of defeats the, the point of it being your and, art. And
1: every drawing is kind of like whatever you Scattered. think. Exactly,
0: uh-huh. exactly. There's not
1: a, a storyline.
0: Exactly. So that's a, one of the reasons why I kind of like started pulling away from doing it, aside from the fact that... I have a life and I have a schedule and it's really difficult to draw every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, you know, all these years I've been doing it as in taking advantage of the Inktober thing to maybe push myself to do more artwork. So I used to do it in my black books. I would would, uh, sit down and, and like, say, well, I haven't really hit the black books in a while. Why not use this Inktober to, to like, mm -hmm. motivate myself to, like, put more art into my black books? Mm -hmm. Um, Then one year, I remember... I was, I was busy, I had just started a new job and I was like, maybe I can just tone it down a bit and turn my Inktober into like little post-its. Because I noticed that people were doing anything. It didn't yeah, have to yeah, be yeah. a... Inktober doesn't have to be a full blown illustration. It can just be a little doodle mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, hey, maybe this, this year I'll, I'll work with little post-its and I'll just try to do mini, mini Inktober's. you know, little tiny drawings every day. Every, uh, and you can day.
1: use the, the medium you want in terms of the type of ink
0: exactly or
1: the style of ink because like this year we'll get into that later exactly
0: but, but yeah. you can use any medium and mm-hmm. and inktober is even stretched a little bit where some people do inktober and they do um full color inks right right
1: but it's yeah but it's doing <laughs> ink
0: i mean technically inktober i'm sure started at some point by comic book artists mm-hmm. like i don't think this was like every you know all kinds of graphic artists and everything were are doing i think it was like probably comic book artists to push themselves to ink
1: because mm-hmm.
0: they're already inking every day right um, and that's where I think it was really that, that kind of challenge of just like can you do it every day because yeah, comic yeah, book yeah. artists are beasts when it comes to turning out artwork yeah um, and, and
1: also um, doing concept with a specific idea correct yeah because exactly. they can just develop a storyline um, how's it called the, the story book
0: right where they the script yeah like the, the, the story yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: yeah yeah so yeah so, mm-hmm. so and then um also I took advantage of one of the Inktober's uh, years back when we used to do the live stream the way we're doing it right now where, for you guys listening we're actually recording this and streaming it live on Instagram um, but we used to do this every night uh, for, for years for like three or four years we did it a couple of years back and during that time period I remember I, I started because we, I was drawing anyway every night I was like well let me just Might do Inktober's well. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. throw my Inktober's in that mix um, so, so yeah I, I took advantage of all those things so Fast forward to this year, um, my son, Mr. Ark, he, uh, he brought it to my attention that it was Inktober. I had totally not even paid attention. <laughs> and he brought it to my attention. He said, you know, for school they were doing a project and they, the teacher suggested maybe doing Inktober. Like it wasn't mandatory, but they, they kind of, I guess it was a teacher's way of motivating the kids to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: And I was like, oh man, I got like flashbacks of all the negative <laughs> <laughs> I got a flashback of all the hard work. And I was like, oh, man, that sounds like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, I I just have gotten into the iPads recently at doing the working on Procreate. And and I kind of saw a little bit of a thing there. Like, well, maybe I could use this Inktober to motivate me to explore the Procreate and get more comfortable with Procreate. Yeah. And, and lo and behold, I did. Um, freaking my son showed me how to export the um the the replay of your drawing mm-hmm. i didn't know that that it that the ipad the procreate specifically that procreate uh saves your your whole drawing step by step automatically i thought that you had to like set it, set up, it up and yeah. pre program it to do it and blah 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 and all this yeah. shit yo that shit saved it I, I i was like really i went back to all my <laughs> old drawings and i saw the, all my old drawings just playing out in before my eyes i was like Oh shit! This is kind of dope. <laughs> I was like, I'm feeling this. This is dope. But you
1: also said it was scary.
0: <laughs> it was a little scary because it it kind of, it kind of shows all your steps and your in your train of thought. Um, if if you're doing it unconsciously, it'll show you drawing something and mm-hmm. then going backwards and undoing it and then drawing something else. So it's a little scary in that sense that it shows you all your mistakes and bring you back to the kind of forward and rewind. Yeah. But in this case, I was like. Now I'm thinking ahead and I'm saying, I'm going to draw and design the drawing so that, so that it's pleasing to look at the steps by steps. Like mm-hmm. in the replay, it'll look good. And I was like, yo, I could do this. I was like, this is a good Inktober. Maybe for my Inktober, this will be a good reason to do an Inktober. I'll use the iPad. I'll use Procreate. I keep saying iPad. I got this. say Procreate. <laughs> I'll use Procreate. I'll I'll, I'll post my process and that'll be my Inktober post, and it'll be exciting, and it'll be fun to watch, just watch the steps and all that. And, I mean, like we said, inking, the Inktober doesn't have to be specifically inking with a brush or, or a technical mm-hmm. pencil. It's, it's really just any inking, and right now digital Many. ink is where it's at. So exactly. I was like, let me just do a digital ink and just do the process. So, um, so yeah, I took, I took that challenge. And I got to tell you, you know, I was going to talk about the Inktober before doing it, But if I learned anything over these years is don't talk about Inktober before you finish it exactly talk about it after you're done
1: make sure that you're done (laughs) (laughs) some people are still in day 11 day 12 I saw some post today yeah
0: I saw some people still posting day 17 catching up I'm like good luck (laughs) it's gonna be Christmas so you're gonna still be Inktober right
1: right Um, right right.
0: no but yeah I I, um, I I realized you know a couple years back don't don't do that because you're going to destroy yourself. You're yeah. going to ruin it. And
1: then if you talk about it beforehand, you're going to be setting up some expectations for yourself. Yeah. Be like, I'm going to do all the days. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah blah. What if something happened? You know, you cannot complete it. Yeah, Better I mean, talk about the process afterwards.
0: Exactly. And and so that's why we're doing it now. I just finished the last one today. What is it? November what? Uh,
1: sec- second, third. November third, second or third. third. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just finished. But I, to be fair, I, I started late.
1: Yeah, you did. To start. be fair,
0: I started late. You so, started
1: like five days later. More. Exactly. So I, you were actually going ahead. Crazy. Yeah,
0: I was actually doing two and three at a time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, but yeah, so I finished the final one today. Posted it. Uh, you guys check it out when you get a chance. Check it out on Cortez NYC live stream on Instagram or check it out on Cortez NYC on Instagram. I've been posting it on both accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I I can say, man, it was a lot of work. Uh, seeing all the 31 drawings today, we did a little recap. Actually, Carla, you posted it.
1: Yeah, so if you go to our live stream and go to our highlights under the profile um, bio, you can see the Inktober recap. So I posted uh, the, every Inktober post and then kind of like a theme song with it. And you can go over it and see all of them in order. It's really fun.
0: Yeah, so I, I, um, I, I'm I looking at them I'm like, I'm amazed. I, it, yeah, you know, I'm seeing all the different themes, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, damn! Like, I took a whole freaking journey here. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, let me. Well, let me talk about that. Let me talk about how I built this. <laughs> so, so uh, the medium was was resolved. I was gonna use the i. You know, the iPad. I was gonna use Procreate <laughs> to do the digital inking. That was resolved, and I was gonna. I knew already that I was gonna export them and always post the video, the process of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I wasn't sure of is how I wanted to tackle the themes. So the minute that I saw the prompts, you know, I have the prompts here. Here's my little iPad. <laughs> um, okay, so I, uh, I was looking at the prompts, and I was like kind of, because I, I, this is already like at least my fifth time doing this, and I was like, all right, um, ring, mindless, bait, freeze, build, husky. I was like, what do I do with all what these words, husky? right? And then what I started thinking of is I started thinking, can I, tie them together and that's when my my brain started working a little bit I was like well maybe if I start telling a story Mm -hmm. it'll help me with the prompts and it'll help me like to illustrate a lot faster so I'm not every for every word stopping and saying what the fuck do I do for this Ah, you know what do I invent for this Mm -hmm. um and so I started with the, with the idea of, well, ring. And I was like, well, originally I was thinking like a boxing ring. Then I was thinking like Lord of the Rings. And I was like, ugh, if I start doing random shit, it's going to be a mess. But when I saw I thought ring and I said, fuck, four finger ring. And I thought of Radio Rahim. And I was like, that kind of popped it open in my head. I was like, boom. And I was like, fuck. And then I looked ahead and like later on it says freeze. It says build. And I was like, fuck, I could work with that. Like, and bait. I was like I could tell a story I could tell like an urban story instead of just being um random words I was like maybe I start with ring I put a kid on the street with a four-finger ring just like Radio Rahim from do the right thing and then I was like maybe if I can make my way through the words I can show different scenes in this like urban universe this urban environment and I was trying to I was trying to picture like that the images that I portray could be everyday images, images that we're all familiar with. I didn't want to portray fantasy images. I've done that in the past. I was like, let me just stick to like if it was a, a movie or, or, a, or a, you know, like a flip book of photos. Could I do that? And because I'm doing it on the Procreate program, I was like, I'm, I'm going to be tracing photographs anyway. Yeah. So I might as well try to find photos that are and elements that are like real world mm-hmm. and that way at least it's different than all the other um Ink-tobers that have done in the past yep. so immediately i was like ring okay four finger ring right over him mindless i was like let me just kind of find some images of like some mindless thugs like people on the street and i came across uh an image from the movie um spring breakers uh that where yeah. the guy was like this crazy it was like based in miami it was this crazy freaking drug dealer and like kind of a pimp drug dealer guy with these like two white girls, bikini white girls. And Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, that's cool for mindless. list. They're like just airheaded, you know, characters. And then bait, I was like, bait. I was like, let me just do the whole thing about like getting baited, like the cops trying to entrap people. So I was like, let me find an image of like a cops, like a SWAT team and like an undercover and like a dude buying drugs off of him on a street corner. And then freeze. Obviously, I was like just cops after a shooting or something, and they're like mm-hmm. pulling out their guns. And I started building from that, and I started telling more of a story. And I and I could even go ahead, and I was like looking way ahead. I was like, when I saw snow, I was like, snow has to be cocaine. Yeah. I was like, snow is cocaine. <laughs> I was like, normally snow would have been like Mr. You know, like Mr. Freeze or Frosty the Snowman or something. I was like, no, no, snow is cocaine in this urban world. And that's when I started kind of putting together all this like. It, by using that universe and picturing the whole environment I can use these words to kind of find how to tell that story and keep me going for the 31 days that was a challenge for me and I, and I think it really worked uh, this time around because um, yeah I would have been stressing yeah. I would have been I would have been like after the fifth one I would have been stressing the hell out I was already stressing but I would have been more stressed <laughs> now alright so my process let me talk about the process um, first and foremost get the prompt and then find reference So this is my advice to you guys. Anybody out there wants to do this, they want to use Procreate and they want to do this digital inking technique, whatever I showed on, on my Instagram, I would say your first thing is gather good reference. Find images that really tell the story i i if i were to show you guys all the photos i went through you guys would be surprised i was he was using
1: one two three and four yeah i was going (laughs) i was
0: going through my phone (laughs) on on my ride into work or out or on my lunch break and i was just flicking through my phone trying to find perfect photos you know if i found a cop with a gun out and i wanted that freeze pose i did i didn't just pick the first one i wanted to make sure it was at the right angle that i could fit that guy with the background with the other elements Mm -hmm. so everything i had to kind of Find the images and just know that I'm going to sample this from this, this from this, and piece it together to make the final piece. And and know that even if it's not a perfect photo, it's got to be perfect for what, what I need it for because I'm going to end up inking it anyway and changing some details yeah. to adjust it to what I want. Um, but finding the perfect photo is the first thing. Combining images, knowing that they fit together. Second thing, a technical tip on Procreate, the brushes, know your brushes and stick to Stick to let's say three brushes. Don't get crazy. Don't start, you know, getting all like techniques and fancy, not for an Inktober. For an Inktober, have three, four maximum go-to brushes, have them set, have your palette set and know, okay, I'm gonna use this line work for the steady, steady lines. I'm gonna use this brush for the wobbly lines, for the thick to thin lines, you know, heavy brush strokes. I'm gonna use this one for my stipple and that's it stick to that yeah don't (laughs) get complicated or you're gonna get stuck um another tip that i would say is um there's in the brushes there's two different kinds of brushes there's an inking and a calligraphy set of brushes in procreate and i i think the the best brushes definitely for me were the the inking brushes and then in the calligraphy section the mono line i think it's called mono line That brush is like um, almost like using a a rapidograph, if anybody's familiar with rapidographs. Um, It's a very steady line. It can go very thin and it's very steady. So it gives you a consistent line. That way, if you want to do something technical, like a a piece of architecture or something that you want it to be very steady uh, lines, you can use that tool for that. Um, But I mean, you know, you guys feel free to find whatever tools you like. I just think as long as you stick to a limited amount of brushes, you're going to produce more and because you know
1: you don't have that much time to do it exactly and you want it you don't want to spend your whole day in this inktober because remember you have 31 days to go exactly exactly (laughs) so yeah the the most specific and and like you know the tools you have the the easiest is going to be
0: and then and then the other thing i would say is um you know i i would say um see where you can find shortcuts in your drawing like if you're going to fill in an area and you know the whole area is black and in procreate you can outline a shape and then um, paint bucket the the shape to fill it in solid black take advantage of those things get all those solid black shapes out of the way first make sure that you're inking you're doing your thing you're doing your outlines but then don't start filling in with little like tiny hatch marks and everything up front first just do your outlines and then fill in all your solid shapes, outline them nice and clean, close your shape and then fill it with the paint bucket. That way you can get all your big solid areas out of the way. That's yeah. gonna make your inking go a lot faster, specifically in Procreate. It's gonna make your inking go a lot faster. Um, all right, and then the last thing I would say about this Inktober was I did my inking, I exported the the file, the, the process, you know, the video. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking I was like, I could put music to this. Yeah. I make music. Yeah. I could put music to this. And that was the final step. I was like, how do I put music to this? What do I do? And I, my, uh, the little iPad <laughs> has, it comes with iMovie. Yeah. And I was like, what? Imported the video the that from Procreate, put that video in iMovie. And then I could just take my music, drop it in. And then I could chop, 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 edit it down. And you know the videos. Sometimes I was exporting videos that sometimes were like two two minutes, two and a half minutes, depending on the drawing, how many line work, how much line work. It goes longer if you do a lot of line work. Um, some of the li- some of the drawings were like thirty, se- not even a minute, like thirty seconds, forty five seconds. Mm-hmm. But the average was about a minute and a half, two minutes um, for the amount of detailed lines that I was doing. So I would take it into iMovie, chop it up, eliminate the things that weren't necessary. And bring it always down to a minute so that I could post it on Instagram easily. And and that was a piece of cake, man. And then from my movie, you export it, put it on your phone, boom, That's upload it. That's the
1: movies. So and then I got them. So, you have to have the volume up because you need to listen to that music too.
0: So <laughs> even though my Inktober, I just finished it, I just want the extra credit yeah. that I did the inking. Yeah. And also... Gave you guys he
1: got like a, thousand a video. Yeah. If there was a, a score, <laughs> you know, usually it's until 100. No, it's like
0: 1,000. I want the extra credit, okay? I did the inking, and I gave you guys video and music. I was making music at the same time. I was inking, making the video, and then quickly making some beats to put in yeah. with the video. All right.
1: Yeah, it was crazy.
0: Yes. All right. It was and
1: crazy. And still doing
0: my day job and still
1: doing a bunch of taking other care stuff. of life. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, no, Inktober is a lot, man. It's a lot of work. But I, I like I said, I can but talk you about it. enjoyed it,
1: it though. I enjoyed
0: it. I can talk about it now because it's over and because I completed it. And I can definitely say it was worth it. Um, I feel uh, ener- energized, let's say. I feel like my art is energized. Definitely, mm-hmm. I made a whole freaking album of music yeah. from it. After all that. Which, I'll,
1: actually, you can find hey, uh, you on go. SoundCloud. Exactly. If the want, album is called Unlocked. Unlocked. And it's under Cortez NYC. And you're gonna find, uh, how many tracks? How many?
0: 15 or something?
1: 15!
0: But i not, yeah.
1: Music, yeah. They're sh- tracks, they're, they're instrumental. They're all instrumental,
0: but it's the but instrumentals that I used.
1: These are definitely inspired by Inktober. Yes. And you definitely have to find them because they're awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right and um and then i guess lastly just wrapping up this art talk i'll say oh the reactions were awesome big yeah. shout out to all the people on instagram that you know reacted commented kept encouraging me along the way especially half- during the halfway point somewhere yeah, around yeah. the 15 16 where i took a little break and got back on it um you know it's, it's really encouraging to see the feedback you know when you're doing that because it's kind of like people you know cheering you on to, to get it done mm-hmm. um, and it's not so much like to say hey you're doing a great you know great art but more to say like great effort keep going keep going Yeah. and I think that's what Inktober is about and, and hopefully you know some of you artists out there that are listening to this um, realize that that it's not Inktober is not so much about how beautiful the pieces are or if you went all out and did videos and all this shit it's just about drawing every day and um, maybe making people aware People out there aware of how hard it is to draw every day mm-hmm. because I, I think if, if you never paid attention to Inktober and suddenly you see somebody drawing every day and posting every day and you see everybody doing the same thing drawing different things every day you realize What about the rest of the year? Exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, where are these artists the rest of the year? Like, you realize how hard it is to do that, to to, uh, orchestrate. And these
1: are like uh, light sketches, you know? Exactly. So imagine, and that takes time. Imagine how long it takes for a full painting, for a full black book, a full piece of graffiti with colors, markers, a character, everything to, to get done. So, yeah, it's definitely very inspiring.
0: Hey, yo, and so Some quick shout outs over here We got Phantom Menace We got Max Milano Velar We got Melisol And Carla de Puerto Rico in That's the right. house <laughs> on, the, just on the live uh, stream here on Instagram uh, So like I said We're going to try to do this more often We're going to try to record and stream it on, on Instagram So that we'll announce it ahead of time yeah. Give you guys an opportunity to get into the chat If you want a shout out Just get into the chat Give me a little wave And I'll give you guys a quick shout out um, And for you guys listening on the podcast hey follow us on instagram yeah follow
1: Qu- us on instagram us NYC livestream and definitely uh, be posted keep keep it posted you know and we are gonna let you know if we go live or not
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: and when we're gonna be going live
0: <laughs> exactly all right shout out also to cute Demetrio. that's such a funny name it always throws me off. cute Demetrio. <laughs> carla would you ever try in october
1: well, yeah, I will definitely <laughs> try it. But you know how my drawings are—it's like little houses or flowers <laughs> and a little palitos I, thing. I can do that. I,
0: I, I, guarantee you that if you were to give it a shot, even if we little stick figures, you yeah. could do an, a complete toba and it'd be cute. Yeah, yeah. So I'm next year, I'm gonna do year. it.
1: Next year, I'm gonna do it
0: for Don't, sure. It's, but you have to be—the whole thing about it is you have to be vigilant. On top kind of it, yeah. It yeah.
1: Is. I'll okay. do it. I'll do it. Do it in
0: your little notebook, a little corner yeah, of, your, yeah. of your notebook.
1: Post it every day.
0: All right. <laughs> All right. Culture talk.
1: All right. Culture talk. So, so
0: Carla, today we have a special episode of Culture Talk. Go ahead. Hit me with the yeah, topic.
1: Let's see if you guys recognize this. Bendiciones
0: mañana siempre,
1: You guys recognize that?
0: <laughs> that is Walter Mercado.
1: That is Walter Mercado. So today um, we were going to record the podcast and we find out about the sad news that he passed away uh today and with his um with 87 years old
0: he was 87 years old yeah that's a good life
1: that is a good life i don't
0: mind passing at 87 long
1: life i mean we have talked about it we have spoke about you said it you want
0: me to live a 100
1: and you should live into 100 exactly no but I, we'll uh, see yeah we'll see no, whatever god life and god, well, whatever god
0: has yeah in store for me. In store for us. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys are not familiar with who Walter Mercado is, is gonna school you guys on Walter Mercado.
1: I'm gonna give all, you a little
0: backstory. All the backstory.
1: Of Walter Mercado. So, starting with uh, the Walter Mercado, he is a very, well, still is, a very important figure in the Latino community. And it's incredible that it doesn't matter what part of Latin America, if you're in the United States, in Puerto Rico. You will know about Walter Mercado and the way that he um, well I'm going to explain who he is because you don't know yet. All right, go. So, he started Walter Mercado started as an actor, dancer and choreographer in Puerto Rico. He's from Puerto Rico, was born in Ponce and he started dancing and acting and he acted in some Puerto Rican novelas and movies and that's how he got his fame and one day he was in a tv studio tv show and there was somebody was supposed to do the zodiac astrology section for the show and that person was not in that day so they told him hey do you want to come by and do you want to do it he was like yeah of course i'll do it and when he first did it he was wearing kind of like a cape because that was the character of this other person that was doing um, the astrology section on the show. So from there on, he kept going every day and then that's how Walter Mercado the astrologist started. Mm. Um, Reading and listening to some interviews, he does say that he always had that psychic power since he was (laughs) a little kid. He said in one interview that he was in school and he told the teacher that the bell, the school bell that was there was going to fall. And the next day something happened and the bell actually (laughs) fell. So everybody was like, oh my God, I cannot believe that this is true. Um, So yeah, he had uh, some psychic powers. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Listen, um, not, not for nothing, but I, we were talking about it earlier, and yeah. and I wanted to know. I, I have a few questions to ask you about him, but I wanted I wanted to know more about him because the impression that I got growing mm-hmm. up was that he was the crazy Spanish guy on TV. He seemed like an evangelist, like some sort of like mm-hmm. like uh, like a he seemed like a priest. Yeah, but he was a he was doing horoscopes.
1: Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I
0: mean, and and. Um, and he, he gave, off, gave off this, like, illusion of, like, an, a, mag, a magician, a priest, a witch doctor. I don't know what he was trying to do. Yeah. Um, but people swore by him, and people really listened to him like 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 they would listen to a priest, like, with faith.
1: Yeah, and, and that was another thing, that he created kind of, the, like, this idea that what he said is true. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of, like, a almost like a cult that people would really look and read his um, zodiac... I don't know, like uh, psych- predictions, uh, predictions. Yeah, that's, that's the word, predictions things and, and that they will believe it. they were true and they will live by it. He will also do kind of like uh, recipes for like the new year. This is oh, what yeah, you need yeah, to do yeah, to yeah. receive the new yeah, year. Yeah. This is what you need to do to have luck. This is what you need to do to be wealthy. And then people will actually go and, and, and do it and even buy. Supposedly I read also that he will sell the ingredients that you need to create these recipes. It's all a business. It was crazy. All a business.
0: Hey, okay, so sh- just quick shout out. Scratch NYC is in the chat. Mr. Ark is in the chat. What's up, guys? What's up? All right, so...
1: Um, tell me more
0: about Mr. Mercado.
1: So I'll tell you more. So another thing that you were just talking about, if it was something more religious, he always considered himself somebody to, uh, someone to be spiritual. Mm. And I read also that it's a combination between it was a combination between Christianity, Buddhism, and even um, kind of I, like Hindi.
0: His, his spirituality? Yeah. Really?
1: Because uh, on another interview I saw, he was explaining that he believes in reincarnation and that he respects uh, the biblical God, but that he does believe that God is love mm. and that there's a heaven and hell, <laughs> but the heaven and hell you create your heaven and your hell uh, just by depending on how you want to live
0: i mean all right so i guess i'm just guessing and i'm going to i'm going to interject and then pull back out again but i'm yeah. just guessing that he was tackling horoscopes as this spiritual religious thing mm-hmm. because it's in a latin culture and you know we are superstitious yeah we're superstitious and we believe in anything like that so like we're like all right if they're talking to us about freaking, uh, you know, some sort of uh, thing that God said or that, that was written somewhere that yeah. we believe in. we're like, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so maybe he he realized that and was like the way to catch him, you know, yeah. the, the way to hook the audience is to tie it into this like mystical mysticism yeah. that, is, that is religious based so it doesn't feel so hokey like horoscopes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you
1: know, something that you were saying that for you, he seemed almost like a priest. I think it was because of his mannerisms. He will always do things that always, on, will remind you of church, like when you go to church and you pregnant yeah. yourself, or, or when he would do the love, a lot, a lot of yeah, love. Yeah, he would do this a just like a Divino Niño pose. <laughs> like, you know when yes. you see that divino exactly. niño He has a little hand And then I his hand in his
0: heart So so I haven't I haven't really Honestly, I haven't really I never really paid attention to him yeah, I, yeah. Like He was always on in the background This is for abuelitas And for tias and primas to watch That was never for me to really pay attention mm-hmm. to But I do remember those things yeah. That he would do these gestures That would make you It would make you think It would make you think religious uh, symbolism Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah
0: Like he would create religious symbolism and tie it with his his horoscopes
1: and then also so um he's very known because um as i read on another article they were saying that he's one of the first non-conformist non-conformist gender tv personality in the latino culture and what does that mean that you can look at him and he might look like a Woman and and his voice will remind you of a woman. But then you look at him a little bit closely and he's a man. But then he will use his uh, large capes um, very full of color and colorful. A lot of you live with big necklaces and big um, bracelets. uh
0: Like a woman, like a female. The
1: hair will always be white but it was almost like a blowout. Yeah. So it will give you this thing of he's a man but his name is Walter Mercado but He's acting
0: he like lac- a female. He was the first a Latinx. He was the first Latinx. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I, I remember seeing I remember seeing his image on TV and, and really wondering if it was a guy or a girl. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't tell if it was a woman or a man. And and I would be like, well, it's a man. But I, but I would always think, and I back then I was a kid, and I would I wouldn't go as far as to be like, well, he must be gay. But I wasn't thinking like that. No, no. But I was like, no, there's something weird about this guy. This guy's not a regular but, guy. Um, there's something odd.
1: Yeah, he never said that he was gay. And even uh, in his most recent interview with uh, this guy uh, Ramos. Yeah. He said that. People want to know, what am I? Am I homosexual, heterosexual? This, this, and that. But he said, you know what? At the end of the day, I don't care. They shouldn't care because I'm a human, right. and that what that's what matters. And people love me, and and they accept me as who I am. So why do I need to explain I, who I am?
0: I think I think he he managed to uh, to dodge the whole uh, uh, freaking LGBT and all that movement. He managed to just evade it. And, yeah. and go around it I, yeah. maybe it was just before him
1: you yeah, know yeah, yeah. he
0: was before all that movement yeah and
1: that's exactly what Jorge Ramos said he said oh but you know now uh, the generation now that are LGBT they will be very out there and say this is who I am exactly and you need to listen to me and 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 this is who I want to be known as
0: I, I feel like if, if he if he was coming up mm-hmm. in this time, he wouldn't be able to hide yeah. that information. Yeah, yeah. People would would either drag him out out of pressure. Yeah. But he would he would feel the pressure of of having to just identify or or specifically non-identify mm-hmm. and say I'm non whatever binary whatever. He would I feel like he would ha- he would have to be speaking on it more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's I think that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say that they would drag him out of the closet. I'm trying to say that they would push that the topics put pressure more on him that to speak on it.
1: You need to be kind of like a representative yeah. of this. I could see and that. And because you are on that space, you should be able to say who you are, what you are.
0: Because you have a platform.
1: Because you have a platform, yeah.
0: Yeah, and he was speaking to thousands or millions. I'm sure he was speaking to millions of people. Yeah,
1: when he first started was locally in Puerto Rico. But then as you know, time changes, he went into different channels and networks, and when he went to Teleonce, which was then later uh, Univision, uh, that's when he finally made kind of like a crossover, because I remember I saw him also on uh, Despierta America, if I'm correct. So that's when he finally got that crossover and he could uh, reach Latinos in the United States. And then uh, besides having his show on the TV, he will write the horosc- horoscopes for
0: um, newspapers, newspapers
1: so. in Puerto Rico yeah. and newspapers in Miami.
0: Exactly. And I'm sure he wrote a ton of books. Yeah, I'm sure yeah he wrote, he wrote, a wrote ton like, of books like seven vid-
1: books. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah.
0: But, but yeah, that, that was another point that I was going to make. Mm-hmm. When we were talking earlier. Um, I was like, so, so how do you give horoscopes credibility? You put yeah. it, you put it with the news, right? So you mm-hmm. tie it into the news. So after the news hour, he comes in or in between the news, he because comes in. Because in his
1: latest years, he will be in Primer Impacto. Exactly. Primer Impacto, where news are Latino news um, Sensa- that are.
0: Sensationalized news.
1: It's, it's very <laughs> sensational, Primer Impacto, because they will do like the, the most um, horrific or um, special news. And that's what they will report. So as part of the news, um, there was Walter Mercado saying the horoscope
0: but but yeah so you give it you give the horoscopes credibility tying it to the, news, to the news yeah and also in newspapers back in the day when we had newspapers i don't know if we even have newspapers anymore mm-hmm. but back in the day you would have the newspapers and you would have the horoscope section of course you're giving it credibility by tying it into that
1: yeah and Walter yeah, yeah.
0: Mercado milked it he, he ran with it
1: he had a whole business and he knew that he could made it just by saying controversial because he was who he was mm-hmm. but then at the same time, like a loving, accepting person. Because something that I read a lot was that he was kind of like the originator of self-care and like uh, being aware of yourself in order right. to be better for others. Like self-help. And self-help, yeah. yeah. Which is interesting to hear that because I wouldn't think... I Personally, I wouldn't think of Walter Mercado tied to self-help.
0: Yeah, I mean... But... I, okay. I Yeah, I I kind of do because a lot of the self-help uh gurus or self-help authors are people that also are into like that kind of mysticism and and kind of like Mm -hmm. that that new age uh spirituality yeah um and so i don't want to sound like i'm knocking because i'm not i actually think that he was that, that the latin community has had affection towards him yeah and i think that I think it's sad that he's passed because yeah. I'm sure that he was a very nice guy I'm sure he was a very kind person yeah. he. I've never heard any controversy from him
1: no and I, I was looking through it and there's no controversies coming um, with his name on it so that's actually I mean,
0: either he was really really well about keeping controversies in the closet or quiet or undercover or he was
1: actually not doing any controversial stuff yeah
0: or he was actually a good person and I think yeah. for the most part that, that we're going to miss a good person on the planet because yeah. right now our politicians are not afraid to just let it all hang exactly,
1: out, right? Exactly. So, so um, rest in peace, Walter Mercado. Thank you for the much, much love you have given us through all these years. <laughs> it was a, a long career that he had. And I actually read that there's a museum type of thing open in Miami. So if you guys are in Miami and want to learn more about Walter Mercado, uh, go to that exhibition. What, I heard the, it's really good.
0: What's the museum?
1: Um, I believe it's uh, what, what, 50 Years of Love and Love. Or love and love 50 years, something like that. But um, yeah, it was recently open, so it's sad that he passed. But I guess it was kind of like everything happens for a reason, and on the same, uh, on its own, a great time frame because now people can go and actually dedicate their time to, you know. Sing. Oh yeah,
0: and CMRS on the chat says <laughs> Correcto, su personalidad cultivaba a todos.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah, man. Walter, you'll be missed. Well, and I wonder who's going to pick up his his. Descansa uh, his en paz con mucho, yeah. mucho, mucho amor. You were practicing that ending, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted me to keep it, All right, right, so guys, we're going to go right into this Hablando Español. Let's
1: do Hablando Español.
0: Hablando Español. Carla, what do you got for me?
1: We all need to learn Spanish and English, and it is important. And let's do it.
0: <laughs> all right, what Spanish words you got for
1: me? Okay, so let me see. How do you say... Yes ink ink yeah
0: uh, ink in spanish is I think it's tinta
1: yes it's tinta
0: tinta alright tinta tinta is ink so okay. it's uh, inktober is tin- tintober
1: Tint- tinta no, no ahora, ahora vamos a ver cómo se tinture se dice. tinture
0: tinture <sighs> tinture in spanish next I'm gonna do tinture instead oh my
1: god <laughs> okay uh, how do you say yes op- uh, october It's so stupid. I don't. October is octubre. Octubre, that's right. Very good.
0: Very good, Christian. (laughs)
1: Great job. How do you say every day? Every day.
0: Every day. Mm. Every day. Oh wait! I got it! I got it! I got it! He got
1: it. He got it.
0: Every day is diario. What? Diario. Every day. Every day is diario.
1: Oh my God. You scream too loud.
0: Okay. I got you on that one.
1: No, it's not, but it's okay. It can be diario or it can be cada día.
0: Di- I was going to say todos los días.
1: O todos los días. Oh,
0: okay,
1: okay. O cada día. <laughs> Every All right. day. Cada día.
0: Cada día. Cada día. Every day.
1: Every day. O or or los diario. Dias. Diario if you want. Or diario, whatever. If but, you okay. Uh, how do you say pattern?
0: Pattern. Uh, pattern is patron.
1: Yes, I
0: got this, Carla. Can you give me some advanced?
1: Spanish? How do you say? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Ghost. Ghost. Ooh, there's multiple ones.
1: Oh, there's multiple ones. Okay, I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> but go. Um, ghost can be fantasma. It can be uh, fantasma or.
1: Was there multiple ones? Because I'm waiting.
0: Isn't there like a span? What? Spanto- no, like that. that's
1: something different.
0: Yeah, there's Fantasma. because yeah. Fantasma is phantasm, but that's not
1: ghost. Is e Fantasma?
0: I thought there was like more than one. No, that's it. Okay. Okay. Merindo.
1: So, how do you say also snow? Snow. Yeah. Nieve. 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 That's right. How do you say astrology?
0: Astrology. Oh, that's a stumper. That's right. Astrology. Astrology. Yes. Think about the
1: word astrology in English. I'm
0: trying to give me a second. And then. Okay.
1: Think about the Spanish version of that
0: word. Astrologia.
1: Yeah, you're such a liar.
0: (laughs) No, I haven't said that word in a a million years, Carla.
1: Astrologia. Astrology. I had to literally.
0: I hope you guys in in the in the podcast can imagine me walking into my brain, going up. Have you guys ever seen Harry Potter? (laughs) You ever seen those libraries that they have in the Harry Potter world? Uh I go into my brain. Uh I go up the stairs, Uh up the book, into Uh the ladder, up into the bookshelf, and Uh look for the word Uh astrology. Uh
1: huh. Find it. Wow, my God. Do
0: the dictionary translation come back and then take a guess at how to pronounce it but i do have the word it's in my head it takes me a minute okay that's the trouble with being bilingual thank you so
1: much for explaining how this works
0: astrologia
1: astrologia
0: astrologia you said it correctly astrology
1: okay so how do you say zodiac in spanish zodiac yeah
0: Zodiac. <laughs> zodiaco.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. No. Yeah. Really? El zodiaco. Uh huh. Zodiaco. Zodi- I know. It's, Is, like a, I... it's like a nasty word. No,
0: zodiaco sounds, zodiaco. Zodiaco. zodiaco sounds like a spice. Echan un poco más de zodiaco. Le faltó zodiaco. No, zodiaco sounds like poco a weird, de... como un sancocho or something. No, but so, zodiaco, am I saying it with the right accent? Zodiaco. I think so.
1: Is it so? so- zodiaco.
0: Is it so the di, the? I think the
1: accent is actually on the first O. So so Sodiaco. Sodiaco. So, yeah. Okay. I think so. Thank you, Carla. Uh, so the last one I have is religious. How do you say religious in Spanish?
0: Religious is religioso.
1: Yeah, that's right. So you got a hundred percent on this test. <laughs> Thank you, Carla.
0: I appreciate Good it. I I, I I try my best. Now you let's now, let's, let's test you.
1: Okay, you have only like three minutes. How
0: do you say horoscope?
1: Horoscopo.
0: Mm, I like that. I like horoscope. that. Very good Spanish, Carla. Good job. <laughs> 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 uh, how do you say... Um, well, how do you say prediction?
1: Prediction. Predicción.
0: Prediction? Mm-hmm. You sure about that? Yes, I'm you sure. You want to call a lifeline? You uh, sure? Is that okay. your final answer? Uh,
1: uh, uh, yeah, that's my final answer.
0: Prediccion, okay. Prediccion. All right. Uh,
1: because we are on, on the live stream, Charlotte, if you can chime in. Prediccion is prediction, right? <laughs> sí. She said, si. Sí. Okay, si. <laughs> sí?
0: She's your, li- she's your lifeline. See, she's my life. That's the thing about this hablando español. We're going to have lifelines now in the life chat. <laughs> um, okay. How do you say, last one? How do you say, um, how would you say, con mucho amor?
1: With lust of love. What? You said it in Spanish. <laughs> you said con mucho amor. So with lust of love.
0: Lost? with Lust of. Lost? <laughs> with lust of love?
1: With lots of love.
0: Thank I'm you. I'm sorry. Lots of love. Lots of Not love. Not lust of love.
1: No lust of love. don't <laughs> it too much love. <laughs> With lots
0: of love. Alright, so Okay. We got through another episode. Look at that. Woo! We finished it. All right. Another episode in the bag. Thank you guys for joining in on the chat. Thank you guys for thank listening you for on the joining podcast. Us. All mm-hmm. you guys uh, around the world listening to this podcast. Thank you guys. And we will be coming back with another one real soon. You guys on Instagram, keep watching. We'll be putting more live.
1: And check out our highlights that says Inktober 2019. So you can actually see all the Inktobers for the 21st day with a theme song.